I'm Scott. This is Gavin. And I'm Craig. This is going to be great. Pointless podcast bollocks. Why don't you just try and enjoy yourself? I don't fucking know what number episode this is. Calm down. Tell you what, you two are both fucked in the head. Right, let's get some features done. What's not Scott? Mess all signs, grind my gears, drag Loki. Can't we just talk instead of stupid features? Calm down. <laughs> I'm not keen on dogs with tails. Hey, what are you talking about? I'm sick of him and I'm sick of you. Chill the fuck out, man. <laughs> Jeez, I'm scared to say anything now in case I sound like another Jim Henson creation. Talking bollocks again, are we, Scott? I had a goldfish called Pete for 23 years. It wasn't the same fish, you just bought a new one every time it died. I know, that's what I mean. Welcome to Major's Mess Hall. Right, go on, switch that off, come on. Okay, don't tell me to calm down. So, here it is, episode 29, Major's Mess Hall Halloween special. And tonight, tonight guys, I'm excited because for the first place and first time... We got Lee McInnes on here, and we're talking about his movie Seven Locks Rock, and uh, he came to us first, you know. And we're got, we're excited and uh, can't wait to get that interview. We got live call-ins with Dick Johnson, also on the line right now. We got Craig and Gavin, and how how you boys doing? God, have you finished? <laughs> Big mouthful. Dude, it, it's an exciting night for us. It's our big. It, it's it's going to be like the biggest show we've ever done. Well, we'll see. Uh, hopefully, as long as you don't fuck things up. Me. You and your internet over there. Right. Anyway, before we get started, I just want to say that um, we do have some decals now, which were ordered. Um, I've got a shit ton of them, and we're giving them away for free at the moment. So if anybody wants one, let us know on any of our sort of uh, social media pages or whatever or any any anything just let us know and we will send you on um i've so far got an absolute shit ton of of addresses of people that want one so which is not a problem that's great it's uh it's going to take me a while to get them get all these envelopes bloody written out but we will get them out to people and i'd rather get it all done in one go so if people want would like one please let us know asap and we'll get you one out in the in the mail but they're really good quality. Um, the place that actually made them is called Sketch It Signs and Designs, and it's based in New Glasgow, which is in Nova Scotia. Um, and it was actually Kirk, who's a regular listener of our show and, and uh, like uh, an unofficial member of the uh, Majors Mess Hall team. He was the one that told us about the place. So, And he didn't lie when he said that they did amazing quality and uh, and he was super quick getting them made as well. So, yeah, so I just wanted to say about that. Well, that was a mouthful. Craig. What? What have you been doing? Um, oh, God. Work. Went out with my friend last night. 
Got a little bit drunk. Woke up with a massive hangover this morning. That's it. That's it. What are you doing yeah. for Halloween? Um, I'm got me and Anne. I'm going out for a meal. On Halloween night. Yeah. To celebrate Halloween we, we, or. We, no, we, we, we kind of class that as like our, our first date kind of thing, you know, because so, we went on a date on Halloween, Halloween night, so we've, we classed Halloween as our anniversary. Fucking hell. <laughs> so where are you going for a meal? I'm going to Man. Where? McDonald's? Looking out the manor. Oh, the manor. Mm. You guys excited about this episode? I mean... You and I started playing this episode like months ago, and it's finally here, man. I know. Well, we recorded that interview with Lee a while back, and uh, we've been dying to put it out there. It's just that he talks to us about a number of different uh, projects that he's got going on, and one of them being a it's like a, a haunted one, which I'm not going to say too much. We'll play the interview, and you can hear it all there. But it just seemed quite fitting to have it on a Halloween one, so that's why we held the interview back. I kind of wish in hindsight we put out a little bit sooner. Uh, I won't go into why, but I just kind of wish that we'd have maybe published it when we first recorded it, but never mind. I'm looking forward to putting it out now anyway. So, In fact, let's just uh, let's just put it out now because uh, I have no idea whether Dick Johnson is even ready yet, and I haven't heard from Wes. So we'll, we'll play the interview now, and then after the interview we will do Shit Show Review because Scott's got a movie for us. And yeah, if the guys are here for that, then that's fine, but we will... Uh, We'll play the Lee interview now, so here's our interview with uh, Trailer Park Boys actor Lee McGuinness. An exclusive. I'm sat here now in my living room. I've got Scott on the line, and beside me, I've got Trailer Park Boys actor Lee McGuinness, who's also known for working with the the boys down at Swearnet. He's here now to give us an interview. So, uh, Lee, thanks so much for coming down, man. It means it means a lot to us. Yeah, man, we we really appreciate you taking the time out, man. I know you're busy and all that with work and then doing the acting and all that. And oh, it's cool, man. Anything to help some people out. I've seen on Facebook you've been quite busy, man, with the uh, with the new series. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's cool. uh, yeah. There's a couple things I'm doing now. Just uh, pretty much putting together a bunch of pilots to pitch to you know Swearnet, whoever else wants to take a look at them. From what I understand, it's a pretty interesting uh, concept, high and haunted. And do you uh, do you just like? <laughs> Go to haunted areas, do you, I mean, yeah. go, go to, like, haunted houses and all the other stuff? Uh, well, we only did the one shoot so far. We're going to do another one Monday at an undisclosed location, I guess I can say. <laughs> uh, cool. 
that'll be our second shoot as far as the high and haunted. Then I did one for the high and employed. <laughs> that was yeah, a fun one. <laughs> well, I just got so, rate baked and went to work for a day. <laughs> Pretty much what I pe- a lot of people do every day, I guess. <laughs> so, in your experiences and all that, man, and uh, have you ever personally came across anything like really crazy, like as far as supernatural? Yeah, like uh, I was I was a little blown away there by the first shoot because one I had never done anything like that. You know, you kind of watch YouTube videos and a lot of them are bullshit. Oh, yeah, right, totally fake. So when you're really put in that position and you got people that have been doing it right, and, uh, like a good medium, you know, yeah, it was a bit freaky, but I, I managed not to freak out and run out. I talked to a couple, there was a couple ghosts that kind of reached out to us. You know, I, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in, in, in the spirit world, man. And when I was in, I, uh, I go to Tennessee every year and they got a big haunted place called the Bell Witch Cave and it's like super haunted, you know, supposedly. (laughs) And I, I walked in about 40 feet, man. You got that, that feeling like you just don't belong there. Yeah, and, yeah. I just turned around and walked the hell out of there. <laughs> so yeah. it only it only took forty feet, man. The one fucking question I forgot to ask the ghosts is: Is there any good fucking dank weed in the great beyond? <laughs> uh, so I think maybe the next one I'm gonna hit them up for some questions. There's there's still some, you know, good fucking heavenly hash in heaven. <laughs> so you gotta find the ghost of Bob Marley. You still Marley get smashed. <laughs> yeah, Bob Marley's still up there. He's he's not complaining. No, <laughs> right. No, I, I mean I've never seen or held like head of a spirit or anything, but apparently my dad has. I've, I've told, spoke about this one before. Apparently, there's, there's this little prostitute woman uh, who like stands there and gets into cars with men, but it's a ghost. That's what he told me anyway, but he said his friend told him it, and his friend's called Dirty Kenny. So with a name like Dirty Kenny, it's a little bit questionable, but that, that's all I've got to say about ghosts, because I, I haven't had an experience myself. I'm still waiting for that, so... Be a bit of a dead fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never, so... uh, I never got that far into it yet. <laughs> I was that horny, I was... <laughs> There's that word yet, There though. you go, we'll do that one. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> hi, horny and haunted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be another fantastic show. Yeah. Well, yeah. And right search- now, I got the high and high and employed, high and haunted, and then I'm actually gonna do my own podcast called Drunken High. Nice. So it's like the Trip Lee High series. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Right on, man. <laughs> You know, I don't know if I would want to be really baked in their ghost hunting. I haven't, uh, you know, got up the curry jet to eat a fish full of mushrooms or anything. <laughs> that would be, that'd be kind of cool, but kind of uh, really fucked at the same time, man. Yeah. You know, you don't know whether to just to chill, relax, or run like hell. <laughs> You know, so 
But uh, speaking of all this good stuff, man, you, you've done like a the tripping with Lee, the the promo video, like the fifteen minute documentary on YouTube, and uh, it was like a week before you were going to go try the ayahuasca. How was that stuff, man? Oh yeah, it was uh, something else. That that whole trip was amazing. Uh, yeah, it was a long time coming. So yeah, just uh, an incredible experience. Had a couple great fellas with me there, and uh, just had a lot of help with it in general. And uh, yeah, the experience itself was pretty profound. I guess you could call it. Do you, like, walk uh, away knowing what your purpose in life is, like they say? Yeah, I had a lot more focus. Uh, it took me, uh, you know, I was still, uh, <clears throat> you know, baffled for several weeks <laughs> after Man. all that, right? Like, I just didn't, it took a while to actually wrap my head around it, so... Right. I ended up going out to BC for three months, way up in the middle of fucking nowhere to grow weed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I had lots of time to think. And yeah, then I come back and got right into uh, uh, finishing the, the documentary. Wow. So, so it's all pretty much done and I'm just waiting for a release date now. So that stuff that you tried, like what's, what substance was it? Was it like a... It's called ayahuasca. It's like a oral you drink form. It, right? of, yeah, it's like a tea they make out of uh what's it called? Chacruna leaves. Ah, and uh wow. this vine. That only grows in that part of the world. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. Do you get that stuff where it's like there's one that you get from a frog? I can't, I, don't, oh, I don't, yeah. don't know what it's called, but you get it from yeah. a frog. Sapo. You tie it up, don't you? And and then you tickle it and make it secrete its sweat, and then you you like like scrape the sweat off. Is that true? Yeah, I was <laughs> like, oh my fuck! I hope that isn't how they have to administer it. <laughs> and then and then don't they like burn like a little stick and jab your arm and then wipe it? Is, yeah. Is, uh, yeah, that's that, and it's it kind of. Find I was watching out, a isn't it? Yeah, it's still got the burn marks actually. An old tattoo. How many times? How, how many I, times did you get stuck? Three wow. times. Yeah, he's got the. He's just showing me the bear marks there on his arm. Yeah, and then I got that tattoo down there as nice. well. Did you get that done here? No, I got this tattoo in Peru. Oh wow! Day before I was leaving. Nice. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it was uh, really, really. You know, I did a lot of stuff growing up. You know dabbled in a lot of shit and that just blew my fucking mind <laughs> hey man, you uh you obviously hold the record for the first time you got high at three and a half years was it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you drank a bottle you drank a bottle of cough syrup is, is that right and yeah it tasted like grapes <laughs> yeah it tasted like grapes and... <laughs> yeah and Maybe see, think I was dude, a chicken <laughs> I, I, I gotta I gotta say man you gotta have like one of the coolest moms in the world man when she was explaining that story and, and she's like very supportive of you and all that and that that's really awesome yeah yeah we were always really close actually I got her uh, in 
on some of these new pilots as well. The High and Haunted, she's going to be a part of that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's always a big help to have the support from your family, definitely. And she wants to, if we ever get to do the, if I can get this, the rest of this trip and would leave fund it, I think she wants to go to uh, Amsterdam as well. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah that's that's real close to where I'm from. My, my brother's been, and he just said it's it's just a, a total head fuck. But he, yeah. he, he loves it. He lo- I think he's been a few times. He's uh, he's settled down now, but he used to go a lot when he was, I think he went a few times when he was younger. She said yeah. she wants to pick me on a half-decent hooker in the red light district. <laughs> hey, but there ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> he said as well, he said that they're all beautiful women as well. Oh, really? They're not like the ones... Yeah, <laughs> you know you see them yeah, standing they're not there, up there dancing. No, pregnant. <laughs> no. Hey, at least at least they got both legs down here. I ran into a one-legged hooker, and oh, she yeah. came hopping up to the she came hopping up to the car, man. <laughs> so God love her. It, <laughs> hey, a woman's got to do what a woman's got to do, man. Got to earn that keep. Yeah. <laughs> so, but man. But so, uh, when do you uh, plan on wanting to go to Amsterdam? Uh, you know, it's something this documentary has to be finished up first, or or it is finished. But you know, it has to. The documentary will go to SwearNet, and uh, then hopefully, you know, we'll get more funding to continue. I still got seven more countries to go to. Jesus. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, when I do, if I do make it to Europe, I'll do like, there's a couple countries there I was going to go to, so, you know, like Czech Republic was one, and uh, Finland was another one, and Amsterdam. So I'll oh, try right to hit them, hit them all, uh, you know. How many, uh, how, how many have you been to so far? Uh, I mean... When I went to university in uh, Finland, I mean, I lived there for four and a half years. Wow. And, I mean, I got to see the Czech Republic when I was there. That was, like, in early 2000, so... So is this why they're back on your list for the show? Because you know you, you know what it's like because you've already been there. Yeah. yeah, and it's be kind of neat to see how much it's changed yeah, since I left. Yeah. yeah. And then I want to kind of do the whole absent for Czech and do a little research into that reindeer piss up in Finland. <laughs> is that is that that is that like that red velvet antler or whatever? I, I forget what it's called. <laughs> I just call it reindeer piss. <laughs> <laughs> I was out of work one time, man, so I I had to make money and I I grew my own shit. And and nobody knows this cuz I don't ever talk about it, man, but uh I I have like had like a big like six foot weeds man and it was all purple kush real sticky nice and hairy i had a party dude i had a party and i woke up the next morning man all of it was gone somebody heisted my shit man while i was sleeping that sucks (laughs) yeah i live next to a cop too man and he didn't care maybe he took it that's what i was thinking (laughs) yeah possibly man i meant i was growing it in the house and the smell was just like really rank man so i had to get it out and grow it outside because it took forever to get it started because i thought you just throw the seeds in and all that i didn't know you had to like get a male seed a female seed germinate it 
and all that. I mean, there's a lot of technical stuff to that, man. Yeah. Yeah, there's a science behind it. Yeah. It is. Got all that cloning and stuff. Yeah. So fertilizers just right. So with uh, with with tripping with Lee, so you you you're just waiting for a release date. You don't have that yet. Yeah, I don't have a release date yet. Any idea when it's coming? I would like to see it come out. Uh, you know, in the next few weeks. Yeah, that would be awesome if it did. Yeah, and that then I wanted amazing. to uh, trying to get together my own live show. So I started right like, like the swearing well. at live thing that you that you did that time. You know, that's the swearing at live. It was about 2013, I think it was, because I, yeah. I called in on it. But that's the first time you ever seen you. Was when you came out with the boys and did that thing. <laughs> yeah, I was coming off. Uh, actually, I was still on a friggin'. That was a good three day bender. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like when I like I'm that I'm that's not acting. I come out just fucking wasted. Yeah. Now the boys were cracking up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So. Speaking of the bo- the boys and all your work in the trailer park, boys, I do appreciate all the laughs that you your character has brought. You know, I, I mean, it's different. I mean, we first met Don, who turned into Donna, you know, and it would go back and forth. And it was at season eight. And then nine, we basically lost Don and just gained Donna. So any any prospects of having Don come back or is it just straight up Donna? I can't really say at this point, right? I'm, gotcha. Uh, Did you trying to focus on my own thing right now? But uh, okay. I would love to see the Dawn character come back for sure. It's a lot of yeah. fun, and I think it's you know when it was just one or the other, it wasn't as uh, dynamic. Yeah. I found uh, when it was, you know, Dawn and a bit of Donna character had more depth and it's a little more dynamic yeah yeah just more comical i found was that was that not harder for you though like having to play two characters was that difficult like i mean i assume that you did all the donna stuff like what like one one day you get it all out the way and then you did the don stuff separately you yeah jumping back and forth but that must be difficult because it's two different characters so you've got to get into yeah yeah it was but you know so when they when they Managed. initially when they initially came to you and said we want you to play a woman, was that a straight away? Oh, that sounds like an awesome thing to do. Or, or were you hesitant at first? Actually, it was the other way around. I pitched the character to them. Oh, did you? Yeah. Nice. So I was messing around with the whole idea for a good year or two, right? But yeah, once it kind of you know it sunk in, then you know. uh I pitched it to them and they liked it, but they weren't sure where they were going to use it. If it was going to be with Trailer Park Boys or something separate. Yeah. Uh, and then at that time, I was still trying to get the tripping with Lee thing going. Right. Yeah. But yeah, once time. they got the rights back for Trailer Park Boys, and yeah, it was pretty. Uh, I was pretty stoked, right? To. You know, when they actually came and, yes, they said, okay, we wrote you in to season eight. I'm like, wow, right on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they, and helped, pr- they, they helped me develop the character, right, the look and stuff. But uh, it started out, I was writing, uh, I was getting into script writing. And I was talking to Mike about it one night. and uh, It was actually 
around Christmas and he was having a private viewing for the swearing at movie oh okay his place so I was talking to him a bit and then I just kind of forgot about it right and he called me like six six seven weeks later he was like Lee remember that Don Donna character you were talking about around Christmas I was like oh yeah he was like we want you to pitch it so they sent over their camera guy and <laughs> yeah, it was pretty interesting. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guess they seen something in it that, you know, they liked. And it's, it's a hard thing to do because you, you're coming into a season where there's all, already an established cast of characters. Yeah. They've been going for, for seven seasons, plus all the movies they've done. So it, it's difficult. I mean, as a fan, it is difficult. And I said, I said this on a previous... I said this to Bernie when we had Bernie on. It's difficult accepting some of these new characters. But... but the two characters that you did, and I'm not just saying it because you sat there, they genuinely were um, accepted straight away because yeah. because you just played them so so well, and they're nothing like any of the other characters that are in the show. <laughs> Completely different, both of them, both of the characters, like they're nothing like each other. Everybody on the cast is genuinely a nice person, man. Like like super, oh, you know, yeah, like they are a great cast I, I mean, and you, crew. You too, man. You too. You, you know, I mean, you don't have to be wasting your time on a Saturday night to come do this stupid show, but but you are, man, and and, and we appreciate it, yeah, and the fans love you. Yeah. As well. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. No, you know. So, is there any uh, any place the if fans want to donate money to Trippin' with Lee or High and Haunted or whatever projects you got, is there anywhere specific that they can maybe go to and? Uh, you know, I, I just got my own glass line out, so tripping with Lee Bongs and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I still got t-shirts I'm trying to get back up for sale, but some of that money that I make from selling merchandise, that'll be funneled back in to the next trip kind of thing. So rather than nice. donate, you know, if anybody that's they got some extra money to spare buy yourself a bong or a t-shirt and that'll help just as well and it's all good quality stuff as well i mean yeah look, looking at those bongs like the, i mean the quality that's gone into them is it's it's amazing yeah they i look, can't wait really to get good. them suckers and hit that fucker <laughs> it's 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 not like smoking out of an apple or anything like that man but no. uh <laughs> hey, hey man honestly down here on the news man some guy got busted one, because he was, he was smoking impaired. He was driving. They found the weed on him, but he was using an avocado. So they arrested him one for having the weed, and then two, he was using the avocado as paraphernalia. So it's just craziness, man. Just legalize this shit and get it over with, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the, that's the way it's going, anyway. Yeah, I hope so. So, so this other show that um, I don't know if you're allowed to talk too much about it, but Bernie was telling us about the the Seven Locks project that you're doing. Yeah, I'm fucking really excited for that project. Because yeah, you're going to England for that, aren't you? You know, I worked with Bernie a few few times, and he's a good fella to work with. I yeah. think, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to to get that on the go. And that's going to be in the uh, UK. That's going to be filmed in London, England. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So hopefully that gets all funded good and seems like a pretty cool thing. It does. I mean, 
like Bernie plays like the shady manager uh, Python. Yeah. What what's like your character in there, man? My character is uh, I'm actually uh gonna be the journalist. Lizzie. Oh, right on. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah, on. So actually, Lox is a good friend of mine and stuff. So we go way back and yeah, it'd be nice to see him again and party it up and. Try to get his band back together and shit. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good for you as well to get back into the acting gig as well and uh, new character. Just a new challenge for you, man. Yeah. So yeah, I'm uh going over as a rock journalist. That'll that'll be pretty cool, man. I I really hope that jumps off, you know, and 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 does good for you. You know, because like if anybody's a fan of the Trailer Park Boys. Then everything else that others do, they get a huge following. You, you know, like all the characters when they do their side jobs and all that. You know, like I'm sure huge Trailer Park fans are going to follow you on this movie, and you're promoting. It just it's it's going to be good, I think, man. Yeah, yeah. And then it's good Fuck. good for me to be, you know, kind of breaking away and doing my own thing as well. You know. Yeah, that's the, yeah. That'll be good for you as well. Spread your wings a little bit. And yeah. Have you ever been to England before? So the UK? I was there for one day in the one airport. Night. One. Yeah, I had a stopover. Yeah. Yeah, no, you'll you'll like it, especially London. It's it's an amazing city. Yeah, I'm like, looking uh, forward to it. For I went sure. to, I went to London for the first time when I was like 20, 20, 25 I think I was thirty two now. Um. And it's li- it's literally like it, I wasn't even in the same country because it's so like uh, touristy, which isn't a bad thing. And then just seeing all the landmarks and stuff, it's really cool. So when are you when are you going? Uh I'm not sure yet. You're just waiting for the green light. Yeah, and uh, hopefully I'm gonna go get to go a week early, get the parody and out of my system before I uh, start filming. <laughs> So, but uh, yeah, man, I I can't wait to see this. Now, do you find that you you've played Don Donna character for about three years now, two three years? Do you find it like hard to release that character to go to another character? You know what I mean? Instead of being like stereotype. Uh no, I don't think I see. I think I'm okay there. That uh, you know. I think when I start doing other projects, people aren't going to look at me as, oh, look, there's Don or Donna. Yeah. Kind of thing. <laughs> I think I, you know, I wasn't on the show that long that I'm stereotyped as those characters yet. That's true, yeah, yeah. And you weren't, yeah, you weren't so. like the center focal point of, of, of any of the seasons, yeah. either, you know, so it's, which is a good thing in your favor for when you do yeah. other stuff. I got had some memorable parts, but. Yeah, and uh, I think uh, anything you do acting, you kind of have to break away from one other roles and just get yourself in the headspace of what that character's supposed to be. And I mean, you know, I never took acting lessons growing up, or I wasn't into theater, but somehow I was just able to go between those characters and I think it's not going to be a problem for me to take on another character yeah. although I think the character you know Lee Z is uh, a reflection of myself more than anything 
which I think will be be easy for you to, yeah. to jump into because I've been into music and I know what it's like and yeah you can relate to it yeah nice. I think it's going to uh-huh. be a lot of fucking fun actually and I can't wait well that's the thing I mean even if things like even if it doesn't doesn't take off like everyone's hoping it will yeah um, it's still an experience for you yeah. even just going over there and, and working in England and I mean you, you're going to have an amazing time it's going to be fantastic but I'm sure it will I'm sure it will go somewhere like like we just said before you know it's uh, it's got a good strong cast and uh, you know you, you've worked with Bernie before so you guys get on really well and you know you, so there's that you know it's not like you're going and you're going to be working with complete strangers you know yeah. you're going to be tr- probably travelling over there with, with Bernie then together or is he going to be going later I'm not sure yet it's not arranged actually yeah nothing's really in stone at this point I'm sure there's still a lot of stuff needs to be done yeah right but right. Uh, I'm sure it'll come together Oh, no doubt. And uh, they got some really good ideas for uh, Indiegogo and stuff. Or if, I don't know if they they use Indiegogo there, but... Yeah, <laughs> I think we'll do a crowdfunding and... Nice, man. And hopefully that'll lead into other stuff, right? Over on that yeah. side of the pond. Well, that's what it's about, isn't it? <laughs> just, you know, you're just, you're, you're Spread building my your roots. wings. Yeah, building your roots up and uh, making connections with new people. Yeah, you know, because you're obviously going to meet people over there that you've never met before. Oh, for sure. And, uh, you know, they're gonna, you're going to get to know them, and then you know you've got that them as a contact. They've got you, and yeah, you just never know. Actually, I try when I'm out doing stuff like that not to show my party face too much. <laughs> Kinda. Come on, everybody knows you, man. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, that's what's gotten you. To Sometimes do what you do. I. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually the the straight one. Yeah, believe it or not. Yeah. Wow. When when I know I'm going to be meeting people and stuff. Well, that's the thing, and... you know. You you know where the, when the time to be sensible is. You know. Yeah. When, you know, you know when you've got to be professional. You know, there's a, there's a line. Then I know when it's cross. time to let loose. You know. Yeah. It's not a fucking parody till somebody falls down the stairs drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been there, man. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it, it, I can't wait, man. Honestly, I can't wait to see some new material. I just like to see people spread their wings, man, and and try different stuff. And yeah, you know, and who knows? You ever come down to the states, man? Ah, uh, yeah, I've been there a few times. I was down in California last spring, so that was the first time I was on the West Coast. You know. Right. Uh, besides, well, I guess I was up in northern Vancouver Island there for a bit, but yeah, first time, you know, down through, uh, flew into Washington and kind of drove down to San Francisco type thing. Wow. That's a nice ride. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice, man. I loved it. If you're ever in the Chicago area, man, let me know. Oh, for sure. Actually, me and my brother got lost. In the fucking deep hood, man, in Chicago. Oh, Jesus. I took a turn off there, and he was freaking right out. Oh, we're going to die, he was saying. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I was like, well, let's just fucking chill out, man. You're freaking me out. I was driving. Like, I'll pull over here and get directions. And, you know, all the boys were there in their trench coats. (laughs) Shay was like, get the fuck back in the car. 
Yeah, man. Some of, sto- nuts. some of the stories Scott told me, yeah, yeah. I don't think your brother was wrong, to be but honest. That's just kind of who I am, right? I, sometimes I I don't know if you but, would call it naive. I just don't give a fuck. I'll go <laughs> up to pretty much anybody and ask them if I'm stuck somewhere. Yeah. yeah, and hopefully you walk into the right place when you ask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I've, I've been down to Georgia... I had to take a piss real bad, man. So I had to go into this little place, and I think it was called Steve's Magic Shop. So I thought, oh, I like magic. So uh, I walked in, man, and every it was like you see in TV, man. Everybody just stopped eating, and they just stared at you, man. Like, <laughs> you just don't fucking belong there. You know, and you kind of get that bad feeling. You just turn around, go back in the car, and just piss yourself. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But, uh, yeah, dude, if you're ever in Chicago area, man, I could take you to some spots, man. Yeah, sure. Uh, right now I'm working. I got a couple other people working with me. I'm trying to put together a 30-city tour. Wow. So a live show and stuff. So I'm really, that's one of my fucking main goals for the next, you know, three to four months as well. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of, a lot of the writing, I was writing it around the holiday, Christmas, so I'd really like to fucking get, at least, you know, if I can't do 30, at least 10 cities. <laughs> yeah, you know, right, right. got a lot of stuff going on, man. Yeah. No, so, no, we'll see, though, I think uh, 2017 will be good. I'm just kind of focusing on getting out as, getting as much as I can out there and, you know, go with what works. Yeah. And that's what you've got to do, because the moment you sit down and just, uh, you know. Yeah, I have a tendency to get lazy quick. Yeah. <laughs> Lose but, motivation so. quick, so. Yeah. I always got to. Now, now, as the 30, the 30 city tour or whatever, man, you want to do, what kind of shows you want to do, man? Just. So, my whole, my initial plan was to actually do a private premiere for the documentary and then a Q&A afterwards and tell some of my life stories and stuff like that right so I'm not sure now if I'm gonna get where where it's going I don't know if I'm gonna be able to use the documentary but you know I can still certainly put together a live show yeah some sort right yeah why not do a little or bit of music in the, there as well. You can do you some know, music too, singing and put together another, you know, another cut of tripping with Lee kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very educational, you know. I mean, you know, there's more than weed out there, and, and I mean, you're going around there trying different shit and all that, and 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 showing what's out there, and you know, a lot of people don't know because they're they want to stay to one thing, and that's it. Yeah, it's about opening minds, I guess. What was, like, the strongest stuff you've taken, man? I'd have to say that ayahuasca, for sure. (laughs) I ended up doing it three times, though. Fuck. (laughs) Three times, Jesus. Yeah. So when you see, like, mushrooms and stuff growing in the ground, do you know by looking at them what what kind they are? Are you you that, like, uh, educated? I mean, I only only know the one kind. Oh, okay. So does these kind of grow in England? I've never seen them here before. But they're those stereotypical red ones with the white dots on them. 
like oh yeah that's called an amanita oh, okay the, so that's what the that's actually what the reindeer ah, eat, they eat those in things northern finland yeah yeah and then you if you drink the piss if that's from what the fucked you up, up reindeer you're supposed to get fucked up <laughs> that's crazy yeah <laughs> Wow. Uh, so yeah, they grow in England. Those things, so you might see some yeah. you there. <laughs> That'll be funny. Or if your buddy eats some and he's fucked up, drink his piss. <laughs> You're pissing this. <laughs> I don't you know about all that. No, Sally room. No, I wouldn't go that far. No. <laughs> that's desperation. <laughs> yeah, but I, apparently you can't eat them yourself unless they're dried for two years. Oh wow! Yeah. Really? Well, we'll we'll uh, we'll wrap this up now, Lee. Yeah. We've, uh, we've taken up a lot of your time anyway, so we really appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Uh, is there anything like uh, is there a website that people can check out to, uh, to buy these t-shirts and uh, bongs and stuff? And yeah, so uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. And yeah, you can check out my website there. I I've been working on it's trippingwithlee.ca www.trippingwithlee.ca and yeah thanks again and you know uh keep watching out on swearnet and stuff i'm gonna be on there as well and uh yeah i got some good stuff coming down the pipe i hope yeah. everyone likes you got a lot of stuff coming down the pipe man yeah it's gonna be good and and we wish you the luck in in all of it man you you know just Good luck with all of it. Yeah, right on. Thank yep. you. We'll we'll be there supporting you. Cool. I, I, like I said, I really appreciate your time. You know, and and uh, I'm sure the fans will too. And we appreciate. You know, thank you. Yeah, cheers, right on. Man. Thank you. Major's Hall. Hey, this is Bernard Robichaux. I used to play Cyrus on Trailer Park, and you're listening to Major's Mess Hall. You're listening to the Major's Mess Hall Podcast. It's that time for the shit show review. Alright, so, I know you've been waiting for this. The shit show review movie that absolutely you should not waste your time on. Just say the movie, will ya? I will. I'm building it up. I'm building it up. It's Ghostbusters, okay. the new version. Yeah, well, you and... don't have to say the new version because that's obvious, obvious. By the way, I'm not going to fucking say anything on this one. Yeah, don't say nothing, man. No, I've said enough. It, you know, it, it, and it has nothing to do with that it's an all-female cast. It, it's just they went to a place that they shouldn't have and added on to a a masterpiece as Ghostbusters 1 and 2 you know and and then they picked actresses that like Melissa McCarthy she was funny when she first came on the scene but now everything that she does is the same damn thing over and over um in the movie you got Bill Murray and uh Dan Aykroyd in it but they don't play themselves from the Ghostbusters which is stupid uh, you got Leslie. Well, what's her name? Jones. Man? Yeah, Leslie Jones. You could tell when people try to be funny, and and they're trying to be funny. I don't care if it's on the script or not. They always try to ad lib stiff 
stuff. Their character, they have a secretary, and it's played by Chris Hemsworth, and he plays an absolutely like stupidity, and he just has the looks, but not the brains. And oh my god, dude, this this they 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 ruined the Ghostbusters franchise by making this movie. It it should be called Cuntbusters because the movie <laughs> sucks. The movie sucks, honestly. And again, it's not because it's a female cast, but like every bad guy is male. Every boy. So you should call it Dickbusters um, then. For this episode, then Dickbusters. <laughs> In and again, I mean Bill Murray. You would think he would play his his character if he's going to be in Ghostbusters. I'm glad he didn't. And he, and Dan Aykroyd is in it like real quick. And, and they say maybe a sentence or two, like Dan Aykroyd's a taxi cab driver, and he looks up and he's like, "I ain't afraid of no ghost." You you know I mean. Can I can I just say as well that Ernie Hudson, who plays Winston, is also in the film as well. I feel like you're neglecting him a little bit yes. by not saying he was in it. He, but he's the uncle that owns the funeral home where they get the new uh, car at. They change the hearse from the funeral home into the the, the plaque dome. What's that? The car's called the Ecto... Ecto-1. Yeah. So, and then they're back in New York. They, they go to the old set, to the original where the Ghostbusters was filmed, and they, they had their office. But then they couldn't afford it, so they moved to some shim-sham above the Chinese restaurant. Um, it, it it was really sad watching. No matter how many cameo appearances were made by big-name actors, it, it didn't hold together. You know, they tried, like, new weapons and all that to, to fight paranormal activity. But... Melissa McCarthy ruined it. Well, they ruined it when they made the movie. So, Craig's but, laughing there. Yeah, yeah I, I meant... Like I said, I liked Melissa McCarthy when she first came out, but she always does the ad-lib stuff. It's always the same thing over and over that she tries to outdo the other actresses. Or I'm sorry, in this time and age, other actors. And... uh it really shows. It is absolute drizzling shits. <laughs> and that's my shit show review. Halloween edition. Very good. Fucking riveting. <laughs> so when Dick Johnson comes on, we're actually going to be taking live calls via Skype. We've got a number of people waiting to come on uh, to ask questions. So I've already explained to those people that when they come on, like because we've got so many people that want to ask questions... All they've got time to do is just ask the question and we'll get the answer and then we'll move on to the next person. Just because, like, to bring all kinds of different people on and start actually conversing with them and talking about different things, it's just going to drag on for, like, seven hours and we obviously can't put a podcast out for seven hours because no one will listen to it. So... I mean, you put you put the call out on Facebook. If anybody wants to call in, do so. And and I'm looking at the, the Skype thing and there's a lot of calls coming in, man. So... Yeah, we got a lot of people on standby waiting, so we just need to get good old Dick Johnson in first, so he should be with us very soon. Wes is online now, should we just bring him in? Yeah, let's do it, man, I miss Wes. Okay, right, let me just message him first and check. 
Craig's laughing. I hope he's not. He's gonna have to calm down now because we've got. Oh, a lot I already of... had. To, I already had a talk with him about that. We're good. What about him calming down? Yeah. For fuck's sake! When was this? Dude, I, I told him to stay off the. Take some Ritalin, you know, just to calm down. Take it down a notch. Man, we got a big weekend this weekend, man. Yeah, we do. Um, we got a lot of stuff going on tomorrow. We're going to be interviewing for a future episode Quinn Hatches. We're going to be talking to him um, about his new album, which is absolutely fantastic. I've had it on all week in the car, hammering it there and back. And then even on my lunch hour, I was going out and just hammering it even more. Like I've been singing along to the songs and everything. It's so good. So he's going to be coming on to talk about that with us. And then, Scott, do you want to say what you're doing? Because Craig doesn't even know this. I haven't even told Craig. All right, so Major's Mess Hall is going on location. I'm actually traveling tomorrow during the Quinn Hedges interview, so I'll be in the car when we're talking. But I'm headed to uh, Joker's uh, Comedy Club in Indianapolis where I will be sitting down, hopefully here, talking with uh, Sam the Caveman and uh, from the Trailer Park Boys, and hopefully that goes good. Yeah, it'll be another another exclusive interview for us. And then if I'm lucky, if I'm like super, super lucky and not be a stalker, on the next street away is Tom Green. So, wow, dude, I'm, I've been wanting to talk to that guy for a long time, man. So Sam said, uh, okay, on the interview, I just got to find out if we're doing it before or afterwards. Excellent. What do you think of that, Craig? Yeah, sounds good. You couldn't give a fuck, could you? So, if 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 you guys got any questions for Sam, please get, send them my way, and uh, I'll be sure to ask him. Yeah, well, in, I've in got a... some questions. I'll 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 send you the. I've got a couple of questions I can give to you to give to him. So, um, all right, good. But also as well, just to let everyone know, our website is is still up and running. It's at majorsmessall.com, and it it just links it links you to pretty much everything that we do like we've got a youtube page there's some quite funny videos on there so that's worth checking out and it'll link you to the twitter and the facebook page and it's just got everything on there um and there is currently some more work being done to it as well to improve it to make it even better with more content so that'll be good and also um it came to our attention that we've actually got a lot of listeners that we didn't know we had because people are only just sort of coming out the woodworks telling us that they that they listen but that they've been listening for a while, and we obviously it's 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 impossible to find out the stats because our podcast is on so many different platforms. It's so difficult to find out the stats because a lot of these platforms don't give you the stats. Um, like iTunes, we've no idea. So if you do listen, please just let us know. Just just send us an email or or, or reach out to us on Facebook and and uh, and Twitter and stuff, and just let us know that you listen because it's really nice to know we, we've got people out there listening. And for all the listeners out there that have been with us from day one, as always, we appreciate every single one of you guys. I mean, some of the shows are crazy, others crazier. And for the new people who just jumped on and started following us, welcome to the mess hall and uh, hang out with us because we are getting bigger and better and uh, lots of things to look forward to. Yeah. And I just, just want to let Craig add something to that as well. Yeah, just keep listening, have a laugh. 
Keep liking them. What? What? Keep liking huh? them. Keep what? What? Keep liking them. Keep liking them. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell, anyway. Let's bring Dick Hello. in. Dick Johnson's ready. Let's bring him in. Hey, 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 can you hear me? Hey, Dick. Hey, what's up? Hey, how are you doing tonight, fellas? Hey, man, we appreciate you coming on the mess hall again. We know this is your busy time of the season. Oh, it is. It is. I'm just ass deep in ghosts and goblins, I tell you. You know, but I got to tell you, everybody loves Dick. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I better I better say that again. Everybody loves Dick Johnson, man. We've been getting a lot of messages and calls and, and, and hoping that you're coming back on the show soon. So, again, appreciate talking and coming on, man. Well, it's always a pleasure to come and entertain you fellas. I appreciate it. It looks like we got a lot of calls lined up for you, man, and I'm going to let Gavin handle that one because I don't want to keep bringing people in. And yeah. So, so whenever you sure. So our first call is from a guy called Nick. So um, Nick's from New Zealand, so... He's quite far away. Hey, Nick. What's your question? Hey, guys. My question is, have you ever communicated with a ghost before? Have I ever communicated to a ghost before? Okay. Yeah, I, I talk to many ghosts and spirits. And I, I'm going to let you guys and gals on the show in on a little secret. We all talk to ghosts and spirits without knowing it, you know. You, you ever sit there alone and you, you're talking to yourself and then you hear that little voice in your head say, hey, man, don't give up. You got this. Well, those are spirits of encouragement. Now, when you're drinking and those same little voices might tell you, hey, you know, wrap your pecker in duct tape and scare the neighbor's dog. Well, those are little mischievous asshole spirits. <laughs> so we all talk to ghosts and spirits, man. Sometimes you just don't realize it. Jiminy Cricket spirits. <laughs> Well, that works too. <laughs> well, I don't know what you drink, but what I drink, you know, well, I don't drink much anymore. But back when I used to, I tell you, I, I was the talk of the town because you never know what the hell Dick Johnson's going to do. But well, last time, last time, I think you said you went into a drinking binge. You ended up in Mexico, so uh, I did. So I uh, someone you... asked me not that long ago, "Hey, Dick, you look like you slimmed down. What the hell happened to Dick Johnson?" And I said, "Well, you know." You spend a, a year and a half in a goddamn Mexican prison with, with the shits, and you, you see how much weight you lose, man. So I've done 40 pounds in Mexico. <laughs> see, and and not only did you stay in jail, but you had to rescue you cameraman, Pedro, man. So That's right. And, and, and glad... it's a sad state of affairs. He got deported. I don't know if you heard, but he I'm, I'm fighting to get him back because, you know, I'm afraid Donald Trump's going to win this election and then he's going to build that wall. Dan Pedro is going to be shit out of luck. I think I seen a video Pedro posted, man, that he was like uh, trying to learn how to pole vault just in case the wall did go up. He'd, he'd have no problem going over. Well, you know, he's kind of a shifty bastard. I wouldn't put him past him try to get on the Olympic team so he could find a way to get over here. You know, Dig I'm, I'm just digging, digging was too much work, so he went to go flying. Well, you know, whatever works. I need him back because I, I got I got a feeling right now. My wife's doing some camera work for me, BJ. Right? How's BJ doing? Oh, she's as good as always. You know, ain't nobody beats BJ when it comes to the work that she does. So, now, a good BJ is hard to come by. It, it is. When you find one, you better keep it. That's right. So, thanks, Nick, for your call in. 
Thank appreciate you, Nick. It. I appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> so our next caller is uh, is Michelle. We've had Michelle on before, and uh, she she really wants to ask a question. So, Michelle, if she's there. Hey guys. Hey Dick. My question for Dick Johnson is if he had a close encounter with the paranormal when he was a child, or what exactly was it that got him interested in ghost hunting? Well, that is an excellent question, Michelle. I'm so glad you asked it. Uh, well, what got me into ghost hunting and all this other paranormal stuff was, when I was a child, I was always interested in those little things that uh, people couldn't explain. You know, I'd hear two old fellas out in, in a shed somewhere talking about, they had some weird experience and they just get so excited about it and they'd start you know one would tell a story and the other one telling me he's full of shit and he didn't have no proof and it just amazed me how much that that would excite people so i said hey there's a little something to this so i started poking around i had a few paranormal experiences of my own but what got me into the profession was i met a man many years ago who was one of those what do they call them cryptozoologists cryptozoologist. and right his name was dr harry peters and he explained to me that he had this gig where he was a doctor and he traveled the whole world investigating paranormal activities and all this other crazy shit. And I said, say, hey man, how you get a job like that? And he said, well, basically all you gotta do is believe and somebody will pay you to go check to see if it's legit. So I said, well, shit, I can get in on that. So that's basically how I got into the profession of ghost hunting was just listening to people's stories and going and checking to see if it, it was true or if it was bullshit. And as long as they were flipping the bill, I didn't care. So, <laughs> you know. So was was Harry Peters and Dick Johnson like a team for a little bit? Or, or did he just like give you advice? And Well, he mentored me for, for about a six-month period. But he was kind of, kind of a frisky fella. So um, <laughs> we went on one expedition one time uh, down to Chile. And... Um, I still have nightmares about that, and it ain't because what I saw there uh, paranormal-wise, but it's, you know, so some people just get way too friendly on a road trip. That's all I'm saying. So, so ever since then, Harry Peters and Dick Johnson had to part way. Yeah, nobody likes a frisky Peter. No, no. Sometimes ambassadors can't keep them hands to themselves. That's okay, though, in certain circumstances, but not when you're dealing with Dick Johnson. So you got, you got a little nervous when... Uh... He brought out like a priest collar and told you to get in the altar boy costume. Well, it, there there may have been some of that. I blocked some of it out, but thanks for trying to play psychologist and and bring up that my my past man. I appreciate that. But <laughs> just learn just learning about Dick, man. Hey, you know I'm not shy, but there are some things that even Dick Johnson don't like to bring up. <laughs> well, thanks for your question, Michelle. Uh, we're going to go to our next question. This is from Kerry that lives in Scotland. So, oh, Scotland, all right. Uh, are, you, are you there, Carrie? Hi, guys, let me just miss all high ghost hunter. Hey, Carrie, what's your question for Dick Johnson? Go ahead. Right, my question is Do you believe in the well known mystical creature of the Loch Ness Monster? And are you going to go to Scotland to find that? Oh, yes, yes. I have done uh, a plethora of research on Nessie. I do believe in, in, in Loch Ness Monster, and I do plan on, I would love to go to Scotland. And hunt Nessa someday. Uh, for pictures I have seen, Scotland looks like a beautiful country. And you know, if I was a big dinosaur-looking fuck, I'd probably chill out in Loch Ness. Why not? <laughs> you know, it, it's beautiful countryside. So maybe I'll start me a collection fund to get me a ticket to Scotland. And while I'm there, not only will I check out Nessie, 
but uh, I heard of, about the uh, was it Edinburgh tunnels too, where, where they go to people go down there and they say they've seen like spirits of homeless people that have died there in the tunnels. I'd like to go there and investigate that too. You never know. I might go down there and get groped by some old uh, beggar lady. I don't know. It'd be worth <laughs> a shot though. What the hell? So you would go to Loch Ness. You'd be getting your inner tube with you. You'd have a beer in one hand and Nessie in the other hand, right? That's right. I'd, I'd tame that bitch in two seconds. It wouldn't take much. As soon as I whipped out thunder and lightning, it'd be all over. You know, Loch Ness monster is like a lizard. So uh, once she's seen you, she'd be pretty drained lizard of uh, energy, right? That's right. I, I I would probably get her in a headlock and squeeze her until she puked. <laughs> Right, listen, guys, Wes is trying to... I was going to get Wes on a, a little bit later on, but he keeps calling, so I think we should probably just add him into the call and oh, just go with it. good old Wes. Good yeah. old Wes. Can't keep Wes away from Dick, I tell you. Yeah, I hope uh, the car don't get messed up. Yeah, hopefully not. Like, he's always got a shit signal, so we'll see if this works. All right, bring him in. Jesus Christ, come on, Wes. No. Oh, we lost Wes again. Well, let's try so, it again. I was going to say, go to the next caller, man. Yeah, I'll just try and West one more time. If I can't get him in, we'll go to the next call. All righty. Yeah, he's no no luck, so we're just going to go through to our next question. So, right, our, so our next question, like our next question is from Sarah, and she we've had Sarah on before as well. She actually helped co-host when Scott was fucking around one day. Uh, she's got oh, a no. question, and she lives in Australia. So, hey, Sarah, what's your question? Hey guys, is there any kind of fucked up Australian ghost you've ever heard of? And should I be worried? I do, just not. And Wes has just joined as well. So, uh, so, oh, very nice. so, uh, the, the question was, is, have you ever heard of any kinds of different uh, Australian ghosts and should she be worried? There's all kinds of spooky, crazy shit going on in Australia. Uh, if, if, if you research it, you can find a whole list of fucked up shit. I can tell you just of a handful that I have heard of. I've heard of uh, the Burning Airman in uh, Canberra, and as legend has it, uh, in 1940, a bomber carrying four members uh, of the government spiraled out of control and crashed in the woods, and because of that, they've had a lot of sightings of these, I guess, uh, one of the airmen shrouded in fire, chases people that goes in the woods looking for them. So, don't be fucking around in the woods in uh, Canberra, because you might come across the Burning Airman. Yeah, that's fucked, man. That's extremely fucked. I think that's I just heard it. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, 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 another one that they have, they called the Hands of Goodness Cemetery. And, and this is in Brisbane, Australia. And people who venture into the cemetery after dark have reported invisible hands punching and scratching them, pretty much telling them, fuck <laughs> off, get the hell out of my cemetery. So if you're ever in Brisbane, get, stay the fuck out of Goodness Cemetery after dark. So is it just uh, is it just hands? Well, apparently they're invisible hands. I don't know. Maybe I could go there and if I get a handy. Cards right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I shake hands with the governor. What the hell? I, you know. I, I, I'm with you, Dick. I'm with you. <laughs> is this Dick? This is Dick. How you doing, Wes, old buddy? Oh, fuck, Dick! I missed my Dick for so long. Well, <laughs> maybe you should get yourself in trouble and go to jail, and you could remedy that. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Me, me, me and Priston, we don't do well together. Oh, I, I would assume so. <laughs> How's it going, Wes? How's she going, boys? Excellent. You got a good signal today, so don't move. 
Holy shit, you must be on the top of your molehill there. <laughs> you there, Wes? Wes, you there? Oh, oh sp- spoke for fuck's sake. Hello? Hello? He's sitting in the cab of a Sierra. He's gone. Fuck's sake. Well, let's just go to our next see? question while we're waiting for him. This is what it's going to be like tonight. I can see this. It's going to be a load of shite. Who's the next car? Okay, our next caller is uh, Chanel. So, if Chanel, are you there? Hey, Chanel. Hey, guys. Hey, Dick. Uh, what's, your, hey. What's, your, what's your question, Chanel? Does Salt and Iron really deter ghosts, or is that superstition? Well, there's a couple theories about that. Now, keep in mind, I'm not a scientist, but as, as I've been told, um, salt is believed to be pure and a preserver of tissue. That's why you put it on jerky. You know, you beef jerky, you put that shit on that, and it's you, you can keep that shit for like 40 years, man, if you want it. So that, that's why people love salt. Now, now many believe a circle of salt protects from evil spirits. Um, I don't know where the hell that comes from, but some people say you got to use sea salt, the shit from the sea. I don't know. I'm not a Wiccan. But that's like white magic uh, witchcraft bullshit. So um, I don't know if that's valid or not. But I tell you, there is a fresh container of iodized Morton salt in my cupboard just in case. Because you never can be too safe. Some witch busted in my fucking apartment. I tell you, I'm going to have me a circle on the floor and, and I'm going to test it. But I, I, I personally can't verify or, you know, say that that's horseshit. Now... <laughs> On the iron thing, um, iron is used in reference uh, sometimes in fences around cemeteries. Now, I'll tell you why. If you ever see big iron fences around cemeteries, why that is. Because spirits are thought to believe to be electromagnetic forces and energy. So the iron acts as a ground so that when those forces try to cross over through the fence, they pretty much lose all of their, uh, you know, drains their energy. And the power from the spirits. So that's why they put the iron fence around the cemeteries, just to keep the spirits in the graveyard. So there's a little little history lesson for you. What about when the now, go- when the salt. what about when the when the uh, the gates are open? They're going to get out, aren't they? When they get you know in the daytime when the gates are open. Bit, bit of well, free, they got to fucking free sleep sometime. I don't know. Maybe they ain't figured out. That maybe their biological clock ain't caught up to that theory yet. I don't know. I'm just saying that every every cemetery I've ever been to has had an iron fence around it, and I've always asked people why, and that's what they tell me that the iron helps diffuse the ghosts and keeps them in the graveyard. Not to not to change the subject, but does a uh, Dick have a lot of jerky? Oh, Dick's got a whole whole plethora of jerky. Oh, what kind of animals do you use, Dick? What kind of animals do you make your jerky from? <laughs> well, I got some mongoose jerky. Oh. And I got me some rabbit Fucking jerky. <gasps> and this time of year, I'm excited because it's almost Thanksgiving, and I'm going to be making me some turkey jerky. Oh, my favorite, my favorite. Calm down, <laughs> little oh, man. He gets excited <laughs> over the littlest shit. I love it. Turkeys, turkeys, mostly turkeys. No, no, it, it, it's... <laughs> Wes, Wes has a thing for turkeys, uh, Dick, and uh, I, I can understand it's food, and I love food, man, and I get equally as excited, but not just over turkey. Well, I got a thing for gobblers, but that's usually knob gobblers, one of my favorite. <laughs> you know. Hunting a bought beaver, bitches. Now, just to, just to back... But that's a whole different subject. Just to backtrack a little bit before, Dick, you said uh, you were going to say something about salt. You, you said, speaking of salt, oh, and yes, I, yes. I cut you off. 
Yes, 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 that, that is correct. Thank you for, for getting me back on page here. Um, there is one interesting thing that I found out about the salt superstition. Down in the Philippines, there is this winged woman, and they call her the uh, Manananggagol or something like that. I don't know. I don't, I don't speak Filipino. But anyway, this winged bitch, um, <laughs> she, she cuts herself in half, and she leaves like her bottom torso just laying around, and her upper torso... <laughs> and her head and her arms flies around and eats people, especially kids. And they say that, as the legend goes, if you come across her legs and torso, you're supposed to dump salt in it. That way, when the bitch comes back, she can't put herself back together, and you can figure out which bitch in the village is this mythical creature. And then you can kill her. So that's just a little background information for you. If you're ever in the Philippines and you come across a pair of legs, unless you're in, like, one of them, well, I don't know, special massage parlors or something <laughs> then make sure you dump some salt in it and then run like hell that's all i can say sounds like a, a good plan so thank thanks now for that call yes i appreciate it I, I i like i like to spread my knowledge everywhere you know speaking of spreading your knowledge i heard uh i heard it through the grapevine that you're going to be coming out with it like a a, a paranormal book or a pamphlet called uh dick scared stiff is yeah. uh <laughs> you know and i and i hope to find all these stories in there because man what you're telling us is really interesting and you know we might face the paranormal someday and we'll know what to do because dick told us that's right it'll be like a little guidebook if you're ever out in in, in the middle of nowhere you can just put that in your in your uh, glove box of your car there and then that way if you come across any spooky shit you can just pop that out and say hold on now let me reference my Dick Johnson Bible, and then you can figure out how to deal with that stuff. <laughs> Always follow Dick. Always follow Dick. That's right, because Dick is straight as an arrow, and he'll never steer you wrong. I need two copies right now. <laughs> I got two what? glove boxes, so I got two Oh, okay. Boxes. I was going to say, what the hell do you need two copies for in case you want to read it twice? It's, it's okay. It's... I, got, I literally have two glove boxes in my truck. You have two glove boxes in the same truck, one for each glove. Is that what that's for? Or... Yeah. <laughs> handy. Or do you stuff all your fucking turkey jerky in one, and you have room for your gloves in the other? Don't give me good ideas. <laughs> right, we got. Hey, what? you know, I'm, I'm, I just riff, and they come out. I don't know where they come from, but I'm just letting them fly. We got time for one more question, and then we're just gonna focus on Wes because Wes has got a ghost story he's gonna share with us. So the last question is oh, from. Gee. The last question is from JR, who we had on the show last on the last episode. No, not the last episode, the one before the last episode. Uh, he's a friend of Scott's, and uh, he's also like an unofficial member of the Messall team now. And uh, yeah, so JR, if you're on the line there, man, what's your question? Hey there, Mr. Johnson and Majors Messall. My question is, Scott told me he was once raped by an elderly male ghost, and he said he enjoyed it. I'm just curious, is, is he telling the truth or not? Well, what I've known Scott. Um, <laughs> I've known Scott for a number of years, and I gotta tell you, from what I know of that fella, it wouldn't shock me. <laughs> well, I still kind of walk funny because of it, and it's something that I don't really like talking about, man. But uh, <laughs> you, you can get you. Can, if I would have had that Dick Johnson scared stiff, Dick Dick scared stiff, then I would uh. I would have known what to do, and that would be sleep on my back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's well, not funny. It's 
not funny. Uh, you're seriously long as you don't violent. sleep with your mouth open, you'll be safe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm damned if I do and damned if I don't. <laughs> you know how you prevent an old elderly man from raping you, right? A ghost. You beat him off. <laughs> that's got to be in the handbook. That's that's in page six. Oh. <laughs> Craig, are you still yeah. there? Yeah. Are you going to contribute to this fucking podcast, man? What are you talking about? He's always a wealth of energy. <laughs> Craig? He's like the Dalai Lama when he speaks, wisdom comes out. <laughs> That's right. Craig? What? What are you doing? Somebody poke him and wake him up. Just listen. Well, <laughs> you can listen after we fucking edited it and put it out there as an episode. <laughs> right now, you're supposed to be contributing. This is called recording. Like the only way to get the only way to get Craig to really talk is if we all ask him a question. So if anyone's got a question to ask Craig, let's get him answering. Oh, the first yeah. question is sorry, Dick. Dick, go ahead. Well, I, I was just wondering, uh, Craig, uh, since you live in the UK, have have you ever been to Scotland or Ireland or any of those beautiful countries? No. Well, <laughs> settle that. <laughs> 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 I was going to ask where all the good pubs were in Scotland, but shit, I guess I'll just Google it. That's my uh, that's my uh, repertoire there. Google, Google, Google. <laughs> Wes, what was your question? Hey, Wes. Craig? Yeah. Go ahead. Ask ask your question. Oh God, Craig, how you feeling, buddy? I mean, like I listened to a couple episodes ago, and like my one big fear. I'm a fearless man, but if I have one fear, it's getting stabbed with a needle. And, like, dude, as soon as I heard that story, I just cringed and went on the floor, and I was like, eh, I don't like needles, <laughs> eh, don't like needles. So how you feeling, buddy? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling a bit better. Um, yeah. I'm kind of stressed and uh, panicky when it happens, so, but... Just, just to let Dick I know. Think I, I think I had a panic attack or an anxiety attack when I heard that happen to you, man. Well, just, just to let Dick know what we're talking about, because I don't want to be confused, is that Craig was in work, he works in a hospital, somebody threw a needle in a bag and Craig emptied the bag. Okay, and okay, okay. The needle came through the Even bag and went into right Craig's, and basically went into Craig. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it was just a little prick in his bottom. But um... So, Wes, <laughs> have you got a ghost story for us, then? Yeah, I, I do. I oh, hot damn. Let's hear it. So, I think I said this on this one before, but it's not the ghost story. But this is a scary freaking story, okay? So, about a year ago, I can't remember if I told this on here or not, but it's still, it's a freaking, it's the scariest thing that could possibly happen. So, I was talking to you guys, I think, and I said, hey, guess what? There's this Canadian election. We're about to elect Justin Trudeau. And sure enough, it came true. And then someone said, hey, guess what? America? Guess who's going to run for president? Donald Trump. And guess what? I think it's about to come true. He's going to be the president of the United States. You know what? Why do you got to bring that up? Because it's like a venereal disease. (laughs) And that's pretty freaking scary if you ask me. It is. Either way we go, you get either syphilis or the herp. You know? (laughs) And, and, yeah. It's not good, man. I'm sorry for cutting you off, Wes, but continue on, buddy. No, that was the end of the story. Like your, That's your a ghost story. And going to run the country of America is going to be Donald freaking Trump. There's That's... no ghost story that can top that. Like, that's freaking scary. Yeah, the only thing is, though, it's a, it's a ghost story that we were already aware of. 
Like we were kind of hoping for like a bit of a bit of a spine chiller, you know. Well, that's what's coming up next. I know, I know. Right. I, that was just that was my bad joke. <laughs> Major's mess hall. This is Jim Leahy. Randy, come over here. We're talking to Major's mess hall. You're listening to the Major's mess hall podcast. So please, Wes, tell us what the other story is, man. Come on, man, redeem yourself. All right, all right, all right. So back, and it's, it's actually a fairly local legend to uh, around the area in the, in the Durham region here. Um, so there was this guy, and they called him the Troll of Blue Mountain Road. No one really knew his real name. He just, he always lived down the dead end part of the road. One day, a couple kids were out playing down by the end of his driveway. One of them was throwing a ball or their bike fell over and they went into the ditch. Well, all of a sudden, these kids looked into the drainway and the water that's normally running through the drain was red. So these kids were freaked out. They didn't know what to do. They started crying. All of a sudden, the man came out of his house, started coming towards the kids. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, the skies just opened up and literally, apparently, lightning came down, struck the man's house, and then, like, electrifying him. And all of a sudden, the kids were like, what do we do? Well, the kids actually ran home because they said they saw the red water flowing in the front ditch and was like, what the heck's going on here? Went home. These kids are probably like 12, so they're not stupid. They're curious kids. And they go home, tell their parents about it. They were like, well, are you sure lightning hit the house? Why would he just stop? They weren't, they weren't sure. Well, all of a sudden, what I guess what happened was, there was an underground child mill. And it was just farming. It was like, it was this crazy thing. If these kids didn't go there and tell their parents that, this child, like, farm would have been undetected and stayed in Greenback for hundreds of thousands of years. This is where it gets scary. The cops and everything, apparently, this is back in like the 50s, the cops went to go arrest the guy. Sure enough, did he not flee the scene, has never been caught, but all the children were never harmed. Then no one could figure out what the, the red water was. No one could figure out what the red water was for years and years and years. All of a sudden, the kids just put three and three together, found out it was old man Norm Trippian up the road dumping his fertilizer in the creek. And so I was just making the water turn red. The lightning? Apparently, it was just a flash of swamp gas. And him standing still, apparently, it was just all coordinated over to rigor mortis. So, what? yeah. So the moral of the story is, stuff got real scary real quick. Yeah, I'm shaking in my boots, Jesus. That's a true story. <laughs> Dead true story. The guy is still on the loose. No one knows where he was. All the kids, I don't know if all the kids, this is back, and there's ads from the 50s and stuff. No one knows what happened. All these kids, they've all, like, either just left town right after the incident and were released. I don't know. but I, I, think, I, I think I can solve this mystery for you. What's that? I think the fellow was Donald Trump and all them kids were making Donald Trump ties and that's what the red stuff was. They were they were making his red ties. It was a sweatshop. Yeah. 
and a dye spilled out in the in the floor because the barrels were old, and it That's just right. like it it, the, it absorbed in the ground and it went into the the water stream. The go. kids. Uh, the kids, they, they they were like all caged up, eh, in like chicken wire cribs. Were were they were they of Asian descent? No, there wasn't any back in the fifties in Green Bank. There just wasn't. It wasn't yeah, a sweatshop. All in San Francisco. It wasn't was... a sweatshop, Dick. No, no, it wasn't a sweatshop. But well, there goes my it theory. It was just more of a creepy child holding thing. Like no one knows if these kids were taken from where or who or what. It's one of the long-time unsolved mysteries of Green Bank. So we think Dick packing up the suitcase and heading out? What? They call it the Chicken Wire Kids. <laughs> That's what they call it. Chicken well, Wire. I, I believe you. Where, where, where is Green Bank exactly uh, uh, on the map? Where is it? Uh, it's about an hour north, uh, east of Toronto. Toronto. <laughs> well, shit, that's close to New York. That ain't too far away. No, they got this porter thing. You can just fly there on a weekend. You just go. You get away for the weekend. Oh, huh. I do that. It's real nice. We, we, we could use your help up here. The only thing is different people live in the house, and, you know, it's just, it's just a scary, scary story about, you know, don't let your kids out of your sight. And if anyone now, had any missing kids, that's where they could have went back in the 50s. Now, the people that live in that house now, what do they do? I have never met them. I can't, I can't make up a lie. I just, I never met them. So you don't know anything about them? Not a thing. They're, they... Well, they might be carrying on the old man's legacy. Shit, you might have a bunch of kids living under their basement. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking, Dick. So, new feature. Hey, Wes investigates. You need to go there, Wes, and knock on the door, live record, and find out what's going on. I like the sounds of that. Let's go in-depth. And I'm the, you know, I'm the mess hall correspondent. I go out into the field. <laughs> You know what, Wes? Just for you, man, I'm like making it right now. I will send you the Major's Mess Hall press pass. Good for any building, so you could just uh, show them the press pass and you're in, man. Why the heck don't you guys sign me up for events in the GTA and then send me to them? It's because we don't. Uh... No, I can't blame you. I wouldn't send me out in public representing you guys either. No, no, Wes, you're you're one of us, man. But but I was going to say it's because we don't uh, get donations to. The, the the like fund anything extra so oh, uh you don't need that kind of stuff i just go myself you just give me a, just sign me up and get me into the events and just say he's gonna be doing stuff with us it doesn't cost any money it's free it's like a media pass go west go go to the snowmobile show go to the plant and garden show go harass people at the comic-con why don't you come know? into the pub crawl <laughs> oh in 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 uh in in chicago yeah fuck yeah i'm coming what you, Dick? Sorry? I said, what about you, Dick? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fucking hell, Greg. <laughs> well, I, I might just pop up there. You never know where Dick might pop up at. Slide on up to Chicago? Sure, what the hell? I've been to Chicago before. <laughs> it's the Windy City. I go there and got blue a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're glad that Wes and Dick can come to the mess hall. Oh, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of other pub people there coming. I heard there might be a couple other people coming. 
And Dick, you know what, man? I, I think if you come to the mess hall pub crawl, man, there may be a leprechaun there, man, that, that is notorious of being around Chicago. Really? <laughs> yeah. Female or male? Male. Oh, okay. Well, still, it might be worth shaking hands with. <laughs> Aren't all leprechauns male? I kind of just figured that. I've never seen a female one. Yeah. Well, maybe you just don't know where to look. They're all at Dick Johnson's house. That's right. That's, they're, they're on the other end of the rainbow. One end, you got a pot of gold. The other end, you got a pot of pussy. I'm telling Craig, you. Craig, Craig, what's going on? What's going on, man? You just like not, you don't want to be part of the party here, man. Oh, yeah. Just bless have you Have you been drinking, Craig? Yeah, but not drunk. Come yeah, on, don't worry, Craig. I haven't been, I haven't been drinking either, so. Craig, d- d- you're in charge now. You can take this anywhere you want to go. So you ask a question. You ask a question. Do whatever you want, mate. Go on. It's it's yours. The microphone is yours. I can't get in charge. Why? Well, you're in charge. I vote yes. Gavin voted yes. Dick says yeah, and Wes says yeah. So you're in charge, buddy. You can you take it any any. Any way you want to go, mate. You can you can completely do a three yeah, one eighty if you want and take it in a different direction. You are the host, Craig. We're your guests. What do you want to do, mate? Come on. Um. Let's talk, talk about Chicago. You want to talk about Chicago? Go on then. What what about it? What's the official plan? Well, Scott, we may as well tell him now, mate. You can tell him. I can tell him. Yeah, you tell him. <laughs> He's asked, so you tell him. <laughs> you tell him. You said you talk. Uh, basically, Craig, he, Scott's taken off the uh, six flags off the list again. Why? <sighs> Go on, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Well, since you threw the bus on me, I'll throw the bus back. <laughs> I'll throw the bus back on you. So, uh, I mentioned we were talking about zoos with Gavin the other day, and and I was like, "Yeah, too bad we don't have time." And he's like, "Why won't we have time?" And I said, "Well, we'll go to the amusement, you know, because we got the amusement park." And he's like, "The amusement park can fuck off, and we could go to the zoo." No, I didn't say that. Well, the zoo's free. That's all I said. All I said was. I'd like to go to the zoo because it's free, so we're going to save money because we can go for free. That's all awesome. I said. I didn't. I didn't say anything about fucking off that at all. Also, you're going to wait like hours just to get on one ride, man. You know when you could be walking around enjoying the day, and you ain't got to deal with a bunch of uh, assholes in line bumping into you and cutting in front of you, and you know what? You'd have a good experience, man. What do you think, Craig? What do you, what do you make of this now? What are you saying? He's changed his mind yet again. He's trying to ruin this trip for you. Oh, my God, dude. I cannot believe you're doing this. I'll just fucking tell your wife, then. <laughs> 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 He's going to tell Karen. <laughs> yeah, no, Karen, I remember Karen saying she's just going to take Craig. You're not so. cool with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Maury Povich show starts. <laughs> <We're not. laughs> well, I mean, we have to hang out you can talk to the, the zoo, and I'll go so to your wife. 
<laughs> I love the way he's still calling her your wife instead of just calling her Karen. He spoke to her on two occasions now, and it's still Scott's wife. That's your problem, dick. <laughs> you, you can't say that every ride is going to be like full of cues. Oh, it will be, man. <laughs> it will be. So you're saying that people go to Six Flags and don't get to go on any fucking rides? So you just, just, you just go there no, and no. stand and then come they, home? They, they all are. There's over 100,000 people a day there. And you got everybody wanting to ride the same damn ride. So even if you move to the next ride, you still got a bunch of people in that line. But you know what? This is your guys' trip. Whatever you want to do, we'll oh, do. Look, back to it again now, look. What do you make of this, Craig? He keeps going back. As soon as you mentioned you were going to tell his wife, now he's trying to go back again. Well, why do we have to have a plan? Why can't we all just play it by ear? We don't have to suck on each other the whole time. Like we can all. <laughs> Chicago's a big place. We just do whatever the fuck we want. We're all adults. You gotta remember, man. When when people don't have automobiles, man, they gotta rely on the people that do. So, so and, me. and Great America, or Six Flags, is uh, about an hour and a half from my house, where Chicago's like. 45 no not even that about 30 minutes for me so it's it's six flags isn't in chicago it's like way up towards wisconsin border but it's 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 up to you guys man i I really don't care well i feel like it's gone a little bit frosty now between you and uh, craig so we we need to try and lighten the uh, the mood it's just that you know i love amusement parks um i just thought this would be like just the one opportunity to try it out and you've ruined it. Well, that's, all. that's all. That's oh all. No, no, no one's vacation's getting ruined. Scott, I'll drive you. I'll put you on a bus. It doesn't matter. We'll send that, you to the. You know, Scott. Park. I mean, what what are you doing, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> right. Like how long were there for? for like, what? Mainly two days. Three days, isn't it? Yeah. So two and a half. Yeah. Yeah, that's even better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, and we're all crashing at your house, Scott. P.S. <laughs> now, what's funny about that? I don't know what's funny, but there's like ten people staying at your house, Scott. So. <laughs> you well, I'm sure funny? he's got a garage and sleeping bag, so you're good. Yeah. <laughs> I got, I got tents. Nick <laughs> Johnson's been known to pitch a few tents in these days, so I'm good. <laughs> Wes, Wes, and Dick could share, and they can have ghost stories. Oh, that would be amazing. If we could sit around the campfire and have Dick Johnson tells a ghost story, that would be fucking amazing. Oh, hell yeah, I'd be up for that. We could roast marshmallows and weenies and we could pass around the old uh, ghost story collection. Yeah, we could do that. Dick, what, oh. what, would you be up to sleeping in a tent with Wes? Because I heard he has dreams of skiing all the time. and <sighs> I don't know, man. He might be, uh, it might get crazy in there. Well, as long as he ain't grabbing my snow cap, I don't care what the hell he does. Yeah. No, no, no. There'll be no, no, no crossing uh, no cross skis. That's for sure. So, so around the bonfire, we'd have Gavin playing the guitar, doing a little singing, and then okay. it would, then we would have Dick Johnson's uh, ghost tales. It'd be like a variety show around the damn fire pit. Hell yeah, man! We could videotape that shit and put it on a special edition. So I feel like it's gonna honestly, I, I you know I feel like Craig's a little bit upset. So we need to try and lighten the atmosphere. So Craig, just to let you know, Craig, that uh, 
those have you guys heard of those pop funkos they're like 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 little plastic figures you can get and you can get all different kinds of franchises like uh the big heads yeah, well, yeah. Got, like big you know big eyes and big heads little tiny mini bodies they're just like little figures you can get the walking dead ones breaking bad friends like all different kinds of movies back to the future terminator the marvel movies all kinds of stuff and uh, anyway so scott knows a guy that gets them quite cheap and Scott has got me like eighteen of them because I, I obviously I'm a big Jim Henson fan. And Scott's got me like all the Jim Henson stuff, so the Sesame Street stuff, the Labyrinth stuff, the Dark Crystal stuff, some of the Muppets ones. Like this, I don't know how the hell I'm going to get them all back. But Craig, just to let you know that Scott's got you a, a Superman one. Fucking hell! What? What, what Craig? I didn't ask for one. <laughs> 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 Just doing a nice <laughs> He's not expecting you to go buy him something back. Yeah, it ain't a big head of herpes here, man. It ain't like here. Keep on giving enjoy the itches. Wow. <laughs> Jeez, you try to give a guy I feel a like, show. I feel like that's made. I'm only kidding, Scott. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you try to give a guy some head, and he's ungrateful, I tell you. No, why are they like twelve pound? I know. I see one, and then I just don't buy it. You collect them, mate. What the hell's the point? No offense, Gavin. You got eighteen on the way, but what the fuck? They're just some figurine with a square fucking head that looks like a fucking Pokemon mixed with a Yogi Yoshi. Like, what the fuck is that? Well, actually, Wes, we'd ordered you some special made Mages Massors ones, but I guess we'll just get them cancelled, don't we? Well, no, 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 no. You ungrateful bastard. No, I just, I don't get the point. Can someone tell us where this whole small square head figurine thing started? It, start, it started in Japan, of course. And uh, they had, like, other figures. Like, uh, I, I mean, there's some people that haven't given up the license to make it. Like, Nintendo, they haven't uh, okayed it. That's why you don't see any of them. You don't see Pokemon because they haven't gave up theirs. But Japan started with like the Dragon Ball Z stuff, anime, uh, the Sailor Moon figures, and then somebody from over there, you know, like vacationing or whatever, bought some, brought them back. Next thing you know, Funko Pop is a freaking huge thing over here, you know. So I mean, you could buy literally damn near everything from past to present. Uh, like the A Team just came out, and then you got Mr. T in the van. The van looks really cool too. So you got Wonder Woman and the Invisible Jet. It, it, it it's crazy, man. In the Invisible so, Jet, like, is that, so you're just buying a box of air. <laughs> <laughs> I got six Invisible what Jets all around. Was that? <laughs> what was all that? <laughs> I stabbed myself in the foot with a fork. I'm fine. As long as it wasn't a needle, we don't want you freaking out on the damn show. <laughs> don't want you to have a prick. Don't want you to have a prick in your bum. <laughs> no guy. No. Dick. Attack from a prick. Well, I think I've seen some videos about that on Pornhub, but I'm not sure. <laughs> now, Dick, what porn site is your go-to site? Is it Pornhub? Is it YouPorn? Is it one of the freakier ones? What is it, Dick? What do you What do you want me to do? Name off all my favorites? I go to Pornhub. If Pornhub ain't got nothing on there, I go to uh, YouPorn. If that If that lets me down, I go to X videos. If that ain't getting my fancy that day, I even try some elephant tube. 
They got some all kinds of crazy shit on there. <laughs> and, and so there's no got... like ghost porn you go to? Oh, there is on xhamster.com. I don't like X hamster though because on certain devices you can't fast forward the videos. You gotta watch the whole damn thing and I ain't got time for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. But but Dick think... be serious, Dick. We never make it past the first two minutes anyway. <laughs> nah, pretty much. A chick walks in and says, Hello, my name, and I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm Bob the Plumber. I'm here to fix your pipes. <laughs> Sorry, sorry about the mess. They didn't call me the two pump chump in high school for nothing. <laughs> you grew up now. You're like the four pump chump now. That's right. I'm getting old. How it takes two pumps just to get her hard. <laughs> pumps to the blood pressure machine. Oh, That's all right. You squeeze the base hard enough, she'll stay up. <laughs> just watch Ron Jeremy videos. He's pumped that damn thing so much, and he ain't got no feeling left in it. He's got to hold on to it like he's. A fucking samurai looking to stab somebody. <laughs> Major's Mess Hall. This is Leah from Detroit, and you're listening to Major's Mess Hall. You're listening to the Major's Mess Hall podcast. Hey, Dick. So, the guests we're going to have on tomorrow... He sent yeah. uh, he sent Gavin and Craig and me a, a letter, and at the bottom of the letter, it said, "I mean, it's a really nice typed up letter, and it says, P.S. Will Dick Johnson uh, make another appearance on the Majors Masshaw show?" So, and that's a that's a a person that's going to be our guest tomorrow, man. Oh, sweet! So people love you, man. What what's the fellow's name? Quinn Hedges. Quinn no Hedges. way! Well, I, I can say from the bottom of my heart, Quinn Hedges, I'm glad you enjoy me on the show. I enjoy doing it. And I'll give you a personal shout-out, Quinn Hedges. I, I appreciate you being a, a fan and enjoying my work. And uh, I just want to say hello. So there you go. And he's Dick mu- always trims his hedges. So He's a, he's a musician, so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get you a copy oh, of his nice. album and get that, that sent Sweet. to you. I love it's music. really, really yeah, good. I always a, trim my hedges because you know there, there's an old there's an old thing when you trim your hedges your your tree looks bigger. So. <laughs> if you keep the hedges trimmed, then the rest of the foliage can blossom because it reaches the sunlight. You know, it's like stretches right up there. So, oh, in all honesty, that Quinn Hedges math is a hell of a butt. He's a solid dude. You'll love his music. I mean, like it has got a funky wave that you can just put it. You can listen to his CD from back to front because it's that good you don't have to start at the front and work your way back you go start at the back and go to the front is there satanic messages in it oh no 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 you don't have to listen to it in reverse you can just start at song 10 and go to 9 8 7 6 oh, oh i misunderstood well, you know, no, it's not, it's not like that, uh, that led zeppelin fucking guy is there eh Oh man! What the hell is that? <laughs> you, you, you know, like the subliminal messages they say in like "Stairway to Heaven." Right, but here, here's the thing with that backtracking. Yeah. It's what it's called. They, they they say that there's subliminal messages in there, but if you never listen to the shit backwards, how the hell are you gonna hear subliminal messages? So, if they there's don't sub- tell you, well, if you listen to the shit backwards, you'll hear these messages. Well, they say that about telling the kids to go out there and do it. They say that about one of the uh, the the Nickelback albums. If you listen to that backwards, it it, it sounds a little bit better. I would imagine that thing is nothing but shit. <laughs> Dick Johnson, do you know about Nickelback? 
Yeah, they should call themselves Nickelback because you got to be fucking high to listen to them. <laughs> yeah, and you you feel like you need a Nickelback after buying their CD if you ever did because it's just they're kind of an un like they're a stain on Canada and I apologize for Nickelback. Oh, is that where they come from? See, I'm not a huge fan. I don't know much about Nickelback, but yeah, I, I apologize on behalf of Canada. They're a bunch of goofs. Let's end it well, that. Apologies we'll send them accepted. back and we'll send Justin Bieber back while we're at it. And we can call it good. I've got to ask a question because we haven't addressed it yet and we need to before it, it the, the whole fad just fades away. But what do you guys make of these clowns going around? Dick, have you got any opinion on the clowns? Yes, I do. People are asking me recently if, if, if I'm getting on the bandwagon and I'm hunting clowns. And I say, no, I don't <laughs> hunt clowns because I don't hunt anything that I don't eat. And I don't eat clowns because it tastes funny. <laughs> so therefore I do not hunt clowns but I think it's a bunch of horse shit who, who, where the fuck did this shit start that, what the hell is the point you, you know standing where out somewhere you, with a clown a costume on with a, if you do that in my old neighborhood you get shot some cocksucker you know where it started truck and shoot you. you know where it started right when, North uh, Carolina or somewhere didn't it on, on Facebook it started with that uh they're playing practical jokes on people like they'd wait around the corner in like a uh, parking garage so when the person comes there'll be like a body on the floor with like a, a watermelon for a head so then the person would walk around the corner and the, all they would see was the clowns splattering the dude's head on the, on the floor and, and then they go chase the people with a big ass mallet or knife or whatever Oh, I mean, ser ser seriously, I mean, you can make people have heart attacks. You know what I mean? Because if somebody's got a weak heart and they're walking sure. around just enjoying life, da 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 da, oh shit, and next thing you know, they're dead. Yeah, but you'll you know, just. Like I say, you, you pull out shit in my neighborhood, you get shot, so I wouldn't fuck around with that shit. It's all fun and games how you're eating a 22 slug in your kidney. Scott, you're just you're just bitter because you you ended up locked in a, in, a, in an elevator once with a circus clown, didn't you? We talked about that on one of the What's Not Scots, and yes, that was Chicago. Ringling Brothers was in town, and the fucking elevator, like, the power went out, and I was stuck on it with a bozo-looking impersonator. And we asked you if you juggled his balls. No, th <laughs> there was no ball juggling. He kept asking if I want to choke his chicken. <laughs> Did he tug on your balloon animal and see if he can make a nice long snake out of it? He was trying to make a... He was trying to make a poodle, man. A poodle? And shit wasn't going right for him. <laughs> well, and then every, every every half hour, the dude wants to spray you. And, and it, 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 you know, with this flower. And, uh, well, that, sounded like, that sounded like a bachelor party I went to one time. Some chick was trying to spray me with her flower. I said, get that <laughs> shit out of here. I don't know where it's been. <laughs> flower juice all over you in the evening? That's not cool. Yeah, you go home smelling like honeysuckle and got to explain that to the wife. I tell you, that makes for a sticky situation. And have it's lots always, of glitter. It's always honeysuckle, peach, and glitter. That's what gets me every time. Busted. <laughs> well, that sounds like a concoction for disaster right there. That's what strip clubs are. You're, you're no preaching to the choir, buddy. I, 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 <laughs> what the fuck is that? Well, America is under attack. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that, man? What decade is this? The 1940s? <laughs> I thought I was the only guy with the crying baby in the room. Should I get under the desk? 
Yeah. Where the fuck did that come from? Stop, drop, and tuck your head between your knees. <laughs> I, put, I put my old army helmet on. I was having flashbacks. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Seriously, though. Was that Skype? <laughs> Frank? Oh, God. That shit made me jump. <laughs> Sounded like my ex-girlfriend jumping out of an airplane, whistling on the way down with no panties on. <laughs> or, or parachute. Uh, yeah, fuck. You get her on the right day, she might go hang gliding with them things. I don't know. <laughs> Catch a draft and end up in Texas. I didn't call her the butterfly lady for nothing. <laughs> she, caught the, she caught the streamline and drifted away. <laughs> That might be what part of that climate change. You never know. Oh, God. I think we were talking about clowns. Craig, have you heard anything about these clowns over in Europe? <laughs> oh, yes. People talk about them all over, really. Have you seen any, Craig? I haven't seen any yet. What uh, What are you going to do if you do see one, man? Um, I don't know. What happens? What well, happens they, just they... they just stand there and don't talk, so Craig would probably make a pretty good clown. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I'm cracked up laughing more tonight than I have in two weeks. Yeah. I'm not at the moment. I'm not, I'm not really too bothered about them right, right now. Because like, I haven't, because I haven't just I haven't seen any at all. Whims of a clown threaten Leanne. She goes right. home with the clown. I'd just be a cocksucker with a tire tool if I saw one. I don't give two fucks. I, no. I, I'm a dirty fighter. I ain't above fighting, you know, dirty. Because you never know what that some bitch might pull out of his pocket. Yeah, he could squirt you in the eye. Exactly, and he can and have him a little car there and open the door, and like twelve of his buddies jump out. Twelve of them. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 that's what I was going to say. A gang can come out, man. The clown gang. Shit, yeah, he might have three midgets tucked away in his pocket. You don't know what the fuck these clowns are capable of. <laughs> you just don't know. He'd have attack seals and everything else. Yeah, you might pull out a balloon and make a sperm whale out of it and smack you in the face. You don't know. Clowns have been spotted around Liverpool. Have you seen them? I haven't. Who did you say I saw them? Oh, just, yeah. just... He was in the Liverpool blackout, wasn't he? Yeah, in the, in the paper, like, they've been spotted. You sure it wasn't just Scouse women getting ready for a night out? Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, it, sometimes they look like clowns with the, with the perms and stuff. The curls in the hair. It's just that they'll just, they'll just chase people that... that... That's all it says. Does chase them. See, in uh, North Carolina, they're threatening to kill people, man. Well, they're coming at people with weapons in America, and they're like, like yeah. threatening, like really threatening people, like with the clowns. They're like coming at people, like jumping on your cars and stuff. I was driving about was it four nights ago, coming home from a uh, a catfish club meeting, and all of a sudden I'm booting along the 14th, and one of these things, there's just two clowns coming out of the ditch. Two of them just walk out of someone's driveway and onto the road. It's pitch black at night. What do you think I'm doing? Hitting them I and leaving the their bodies in the ditch. I'm just hitting them, plowing them. The Ram Bar is getting full use in Sierra Studios. And they're in the ditch somewhere on the 14th. You can go pick them up. Bottom line is creepy people shouldn't be out at night walking around in clown costumes jumping on the rope. Because what do you expect is going to happen? Yeah, what do you expect? That's right. I've seen Stephen King movies, goddammit. I know what they're up to. Wes, you're obviously hey. the one cook. You're you're the one cooking. So uh, what are you doing? What are you making, man? I just I just heated up some leftover Chinese. I was supposed to eat like I don't know. Some some Chinese guy. 
Yeah, like I said, I think it was the clown I hit on 14th there the other night. We were just having him for dinner. Um, no, left. Uh, just get some leftover Chinese. Just right. uh, you know, just waiting in some the old Chinese guy. I think his name was some dumb fuck. It was Kim's convenience. <laughs> it was the new. Is the is the boy from Kim's convenience? Hey, speaking of clowns, I, I read online that uh, there was a in the UK. I don't know if this is true or what, man. But is there a clown with Down syndrome? Whoa. That brought the show to a screaming halt right there. Hey, y'all, a great story about the new clown with Down syndrome. How the hell do you follow that? It's just some hey, things Dick. you just shouldn't talk about on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now, Dick, that was <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Somebody losing a lung over there. <laughs> Holy moly! Oh. So, Dick, when can we expect your book out, man? I don't know. I I, I got to put it together, and then I got to take it down to Kinko's and get it printed off, and then I got to find a distributor. I think you should make it more of just a pamphlet, not a book. Well, who's writing the fucking thing? Me or you? You. I might, I might have a lot of stories that ain't going to fit in a damn pamphlet. Okay, fair That'd enough. Be one long piece of paper you got to fold 37 times. I don't want it to be fucking origami. When you open it up, it's like a little ghost thing, and then you got to fold one corner and open it up to find each riddle, and by the end of it, you have this massive piece of paper that just has all the answers. Just to go back, I just done a little bit of research there. There was a clown. That was associated with Down syndrome, but it was a, it was a clown that was going to like uh, special needs schools and stuff to uh, entertain the kids. Some of which had Down oh. syndrome. So Scott turned something serious into a funny thing. But he but that's what clowns are all about: making people laugh. So sure, they bring joy to the world. That, that's admirable. That's awesome. That's a good, that's a good story right there. So I appreciate it. Not only not only did they bring laughter, they brought tears and they brought a freaking. Like a, a, a sore throat now from coughing. I'm yeah, somebody sorry. needs a fucking iron lung after this episode. I tell you, they sound like they need, got emphysema. <laughs> like we've been smoking like forever, man. We should probably wrap this up as well now, guys. So should we do some I final thoughts? Final thoughts. Uh, let's let our guests take it over first, man. So, Dick, final yeah. thoughts about the Halloween show, about life, what, man? Final thoughts. Well, here's my final thought. I, 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 now is my busy time of the year for my ghost hunting. I'm going to start doing a lot more videos, so you're going to have to stay tuned All and right. check out uh, my, my adventures. Um, I got like six things lined up in the next coming weeks that I'm going to be going and investigating. So you stay posted. And, and with that, it's as always, I share my life philosophy with, with each video while I'm there. So... I'm going to be traveling around here, and you're going to be starting to see a lot more content from Dick Johnson. Awesome. Awesome. And Wes, final thought about the show, about life? Well, there's nothing wrong with seeing more Dick. <laughs> and, uh, well, you know, everything's been going good, boys. Uh, you know, I've been kind of, you know, just hanging out with one girl, and guess what? She actually listens to the mess hall. And oh, she'll excellent. listen to this. I approve. So maybe she's like a foot from me listening right now. What's, what's her? Maybe. 
Well, what's her name? Maybe I'm recording on her phone and I have Wi-Fi tonight and I haven't sounded like shit. What's her name? Name's Bill. I mean, (laughs) ow! Bill? Jill! Is she able to speak or is her mouth full? Oh, she's she's just, well, (laughs) dick, don't give me good ideas. But, um, yeah, no, we've been hanging out for a little bit, and it's good, and everything's going well, I think, and, you know, having a great time, and I've just been working a lot, you know, dealing with some stuff, and it's just good to, like, you know, come on and spend an hour with you guys and just talk, and I miss this. I missed the last one. I was all, internet was all buggered up, so it's been no, a while. You, 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 you were at work the last one, so we weren't able to get you on. No, no, I, I took my lunch break at a specific time to fit in a half oh, hour yeah. time, so and I could internet. go on. And our internet screwed up, so I apologize. No, 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 it's all good. I just didn't want to get, you know, I don't want cross stories. That's how bad things happen. That's how people get kicked off shows. And, and congratulations on uh, on the new lady friend, and uh, hope things progress. And Yeah, we'll and, see where uh, it goes. Take you know, one I, day I, at a time. Exactly, Scott. You just, you know, you got to build a foundation from the top down, and that's how you build things. Right on, man. And we appreciate you guys being on. Craig, final thoughts? Um, yeah, it's another good podcast, as usual. Uh, things going pretty good. Looking forward to the next two weekends. London. Looking forward to going to London. Uh, I'm looking forward to Christmas as well. Right on, man. Right on. And I'm looking forward to uh, Thanksgiving coming up and hearing another rendition of Jesus and the Argonauts. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I love the Argonauts. Me too, man. And uh, again, man, for all you listeners, thanks for listening. Thanks for staying with us. Thanks for messaging us, reviewing us, uh, entering the contest. Just Thank you. Oh, man. You know, and uh, like I said, we got a lot of big things coming up around the corner and uh, down the road. And uh, I can't say follow us on MajorsMessHall.com, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, You can find everything on uh, www.MajorsMessHall.com. So, as always, I really appreciate you guys being on. And Gavin, final thoughts? I just Thanks, Craig. That was Craig's final thought there. Fucking (laughs) bip. Uh, Craig's thanks, final thought. Thanks to everyone for the called in to the show. So that, that meant a lot. And, and thanks to everyone that was waiting but never got through. Um, it means a lot that you were waiting around. And we will get you on next time. Uh, decals. We've got the decals, like I said, at the start of the show. If you want a decal, let us know. Or a, de- a decal or whatever they're called. Like, we'll send you one for free. Just let us know. Give us your address. We'll get it to you. Um, and, yeah, just uh, follow us on Twitter if you're not already. And that goes for Wes and Dick Johnson as well. They also both have Twitter accounts. And you'll find them just by going on the Majors Mess All Twitter page. You'll you'll see them on there somewhere. Um, but, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. It means a lot. And uh, the, the only way is up. Hey, Wes. Yeah? Tell the listeners, man, uh, again, just in case, you know, they don't want to sift through all the people following us, what's your Twitter handle? Wes underscore west 614 dick that makes sense yeah what's yours dick johnson r-n-g-h stands for redneck ghost hunter right on all right guys it's been a great episode so uh let's do it yeah cheers guys
Thank you, fellas. Cheers. Have a good one. Hey, you Love too, guys. Thanks again. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Shit. Said I love ya. <laughs> love you too, man. Gay. Okay. Alright.